0: Today's Five for Friday will be a bit different. Leading off, we will talk about the best pot to use for cooking oatmeal. I bet you didn't see that coming. After the brief cooking lesson, we'll invest the rest of our time exploring a question that I received from a leader last week. This week's big idea, strategies for coaching up. Hello, colleagues, and welcome to the Assistant Principal Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Frederick Buskey. I've been growing leaders and future leaders for over 30 years. Through my own experiences and through working with hundreds of other leaders, I've learned that school leadership is a journey that occurs in three phases. Urgent leaders spend their time completing tasks, but intentional leaders invest their time building systems. However, strategic leaders create time by growing people. In 2018, I founded Strategic Leadership Consulting to help make this journey more enjoyable for leaders like you. Through my daily email, monthly microjournal, online community, my upcoming book, and of course, this podcast, I keep you company on this journey and provide you with actionable ideas and tools to live and lead better today and tomorrow. Today's episode of Five for Friday recaps the strategic leadership emails for the week of January 16th through 20th, 2023, and I'm getting used to saying 2023. On Monday, I talked about a story of making oatmeal a couple weeks ago. Pam and I were getting ready to go out and do a big long hike. We're getting ready to hike the Penine Way in the summer. That's a 260 mile hike. So we've been trying to push out and do some long hikes. So I thought, oh, oatmeal would be a great thing to have in the morning. And so I got down under the cupboard to pull out a pot and I pulled out two pots. And I spent about 30 seconds trying to be really critical and thinking, well, which pot should I use? Is this pot too big is it just the right size and in the end the reality is either pot was fine it really didn't matter which pot i used and i pulled two leadership lessons from this the first is that we sometimes try and force people to grow in the direction that we want them to grow instead of the direction that they want to grow in the big picture The direction of growth is irrelevant. The fact that they're growing is enough. So let them decide what size their pot needs to be. Let them lead their own growth. The second thing is about fixating on decisions over things that just don't matter. And I'm really guilty of that. When we fixate on control or on a decision between two things that are so similar, it just doesn't matter. We're wasting our time and attention, and those are our two most precious resources. For Tuesday through Friday, I dealt with one question that a reader had sent in to me, one of the things I'm trying to do in 2023 is to be more intentional and coherent in taking feedback that I get from you all, and then answering that and sharing it out in a way that, that fits with all of the different content and the themes that I'm working on. So I thought it would be really good to take this question and deal with it throughout the week. So This is from one of the readers of the Daily Email, and she asked, Quote, I would love to know your thoughts about how you try to lead an organization strategically when your superiors are not leading with the same mindset. I'm currently struggling to get my manager to see the job to train and listen to feedback from our employees instead of just harping on them for, quote, not doing their job, unquote. This particular reader doesn't work in education, but... Isn't this a perfect question for education? If you're the superintendent and you're dealing with the school board, if you are associate superintendent and you're dealing with your superintendent, if you are a principal looking at an associate superintendent, an assistant principal to principal or a teacher to your own administrators, right? It's We always have the situation where someone up the line isn't performing the way we would like them to. Ryan Donlin is an upcoming podcast guest, and he talks about this idea of leading up, down, and around. And so I use that as a context for answering this question about how do you work strategically with your, we use the term superiors, your bosses. And so we can think about that as leading up. So let's clarify first. Leadership is not a hierarchical activity. Leadership is a human activity. Way back in episode 20, Dr. Gabby Grant discussed restorative practices, and when I asked her about how to begin implementing those practices, she said, quote, change starts from within, unquote. Before we can change others, we need to change ourselves. And in the process of changing selves, we may create the space for others, including those above, to also engage in changing themselves. I think the hard part of answering this question is that you cannot make your leaders change. Really, I don't think you can make anybody change. When you're leading below you, you have more coercive power and you have more opportunity to align resources and structures to make it easier for people to change. But it's really hard to force people to change. And that's even more difficult when you talk about up. So I think we have to let go of the idea of forcing people above me to learn something if they are resistant to that. But the place that we can start then is changing ourselves because that's where we have control. As you work on changing yourself, you can provide those around you and above you, opportunities to reflect and you can help them grow in the ways they determine, but only if they make that choice themselves. Although I didn't point this out in the daily emails, I realize now that the only way to get leaders to grow is to invite them into that space. And the easiest way to do that is to bring them along on your own journey if they're willing to walk with us. So three strategies for coaching up. The first is providing third-party examples of good leadership. I love the strategy of finding something that you think was powerful and is worth talking about, and then forwarding, forwarding that on to your principal or whoever your, whoever's above you and say, hey, this was a really cool thing. It has me thinking a lot. Can we talk about this? Because now what you're doing is you're talking about somebody else's idea. So if if you wish that your superior was listening to teachers more, if you just go in and say, "Hey, you need to listen to teachers," that conversation is probably not going to go well, and you're making a lot of assumptions. But if you listen to a podcast that is all about why we should listen to teachers and strategies for listening to our teachers, and you forward that to your superior, then the conversation is about somebody else's idea about a third party. And so that takes a lot of possible tension and conflict away from it. It also, by virtue of being that third person, lends some credibility to what's being said. And so it's not you trying to establish credibility around the subject. You're bringing in that third party that ostensibly already has that credibility. So some really simple ways to do that are podcasts. And so actually in the last two weeks of podcasts with Dr. Sam Searcy, she talked about being a new principal and going into a building and gave multiple examples of listening to teachers, asking them what they thought, trying to get the lay of the land before she made any changes. So something like that might be a great podcast to forward to your person and say, hey, I just listened to this podcast. This principal just did an amazing job coming in. And, and listening to her staff, can we talk about that? Can we unpack that? You can also use articles, especially the short two, three-page articles. You could use books, but books are longer. And so I know... For me, if somebody sends me a book and says, I want you to take a look at this, I'm a lot less likely to engage with that than a podcast or a short email. And the other thing you can do if you subscribe to the daily emails, when you encounter a message that really resonates with you and and that you would like your leadership to think about is forward that daily email and say, oh, this was a good one. You know, it made me think about our situation. So number one is providing third-party examples of good leadership and then sharing that with others in your organization. It's also a great strategy for coaching down and around, not just up. The second one is working on your own leadership skill and then processing your growth and your experiences and trying to grow and get better with the leader that you're thinking about. This sets up a situation where your leader is becomes a support person for you. And as you work through your own growth, you are modeling for them those positive practices. And you're creating that space, you're creating that opportunity for them to either engage in helping you, but also maybe begin reflecting on their own leadership. So working on your skills and then using your leader to help you grow to help process your growth and maybe even help hold you accountable. That's really important. A similar strategy. The third one is to set a leadership, a specific leadership growth goal and then share it with your leader and ask for help, ask them to be your accountability partner. Finally, and again, this is another twist on number two and three, but invest some time in your own growth by creating space to reflect with other leaders. We'll be celebrating our hundredth episode of this podcast in another couple of weeks. And our guest, Dr. Jan Osborne, and I talk about some of the learning that we both did when we were colleagues at the Putnam County Educational Service Center. And on Friday afternoons, I would go into his office and we would unpack the week. We would unpack each other's weeks. And those were rich times for both of us to learn. And I'm a huge advocate. Of on a regular or semi regular basis, going into your boss's office or area on a Friday afternoon when everybody else is bolted out of this school, go in and sit down and just start processing, start thinking and sharing and reflecting. That leader doesn't have to be the leader that you think they should be. That leader doesn't have to be the leader that you want to be in order for it to still benefit you. Just hearing somebody else's perspective and being able to talk through things and ask questions is really critical. And as you build trust and build that relationship, that leader will invariably start to open up and also reflect in those times. So these are... Four strategies, providing third-party examples, working on a leadership skill and intentionally then processing your growth with your leader, setting a specific leadership goal and then sharing it and asking the leader to be your accountability partner, and finally, on a regular basis, going in for a time of reflection when the building is quieter and unpacking your week and helping them unpack their week. The big takeaway is that you can't force someone to grow. You can only provide space and an invitation. And the best way to do that is to start by changing yourself. Invest in your own growth, make it public, ask for help, and then invite others to come along the journey with you. That's this week's Five for Friday rendition of the Assistant Principal Podcast. Before we go, I encourage you to make an intentional choice to take something you've heard today and to reflect more deeply and act on it. If you already have a clear idea of what to do, that's wonderful. If not, let me offer three possibilities. First, begin sitting in with your leader at the end of the week and focus on learning about them and from them. Use this time to change yourself And in the process, you'll open the door for your leader to do the same. Second, do you know someone else who wishes that they could coach up? Forward the show link to a colleague and say, you've got to listen to this. I want to talk about this. And yes, this is one of the strategies we discussed today. And if you listen closely, I include this as part of every outro in every new episode. Third, identify one big takeaway or question from this episode and share it with me you can write about it record a video or audio message and email it to me at frederick at i would love to hear from you thank you for including me on your leadership journey remember that you can walk more with me by subscribing to my daily leadership email and quadrant two my monthly micro journal and if that isn't enough We can walk further together in APEX, my virtual paid community for assistant principals. APEX helps you network with other APs and participate in group coaching with me. You can learn more about APEX and my other offerings at my website, frederickbuskey.com. I look forward to seeing you next Tuesday when we explore intrinsic motivation with Mike Anderson, author of Tackling the Motivation Crisis. This was a great interview, and it will give you lots of things to think about and maybe help you put a critical eye on some common school practices. I'm Frederick Buskey, and thank you again for joining me on this episode of the Assistant Principal Podcast. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Cheers.